0: How's it going, everybody? You're very welcome once again to the land FPL podcast. We're back again together. Dara, how are you keeping? It's been a while since we've done a pod together. Hi, Steve. Yeah, I'm good, thanks.
1: It's uh, It's been a couple of weeks now. Uh can't remember when the last time... Was it two weeks could now? Three weeks, off. maybe? It
0: could be three. With
1: three. the international break, I suppose, kind of was just there as well. Break. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So it's good to be, be good to be yeah. back
0: um as always uh cheers for the voice notes uh i think i uh <laughs> i thank you at the end of every every voice note that you send so it's a good way of, i suppose being able to do the podcast even though we uh we don't always get the time to uh to uh log on together so uh fair play uh coming up on the pod today we'll do all the usual stuff we'll do a recap of game week nine and look ahead to game week ten. We will review our own team's performance. Uh, Dara's got the usual list of players that we're going to have a look at for the next week or so. Um, We will talk about some potential, I suppose, transfer options for for ourselves. I know I have one major dilemma that um, I'll be uh, speaking about in a bit. Um, Captaincy options, yeah, we're obviously going to do that as well. And we'll do a few predicted points as well. So we're just going to use the free area of the Fantasy Football Hub website, and um, we'll have a look and see what's what's in there. I mean, I don't go in there that often. I'm kind of, I just scroll through to see what's there. It's all it's all the usual players, I suppose. Predicted points for the next couple of weeks. So we'll do a quick review of that. Um, but before we go any further, I suppose let's do a quick recap of the results uh, from game week nine. Liverpool beat Everton by two goals to nil. Not a great performance by Liverpool. A penalty from Mohamed Salah. 10 minutes before the end, Everton were already down to 10 men and then Nunez assisted Salah for the second to wrap it up. Bournemouth lost out to Wolves by two goals to one. Brentford beat Burnley by three goals to nil. Brian Bumo with a huge haul in that game again, once again proving that he's still a fairly good FPL pick. City beat Brighton by two goals to one. Haaland on the score sheet in that. First, or Crystal Palace lost out to Newcastle by four goals to nil. Newcastle absolutely flying at the minute and uh, you wouldn't put it past them Putting together a few wins in a row. Forrest and Luton finished two all. I was quite disappointed because I had Forrest in my last man standing. So they were 2-0 up or something like that. And then Luton obviously paid them back to get the equalizer very, very late in that one. Uh Chelsea and Arsenal was the late our game, uh, the half-five game on Saturday, finished two all. Cole Pal- Palmer scored a penalty for Chelsea. And um, Mütterich got the second. They were 2 up. And then Arsenal came back with goals from Declan Rice and Learno, Leandro Trossard. Uh, then, of course, your beloved Manchester United, Dara, be Sheffield United by two goals to one. Um, another struggle, I suppose, for for United. I mean, I mean, people will be looking at the likes of Bruno and Rashford. That was their last chance to lose, and they'll probably move them on now. On Sunday then, I watched the second half of the Villa and West Ham game. Uh, through my hands because I was absolutely fearful of Ollie Watkins was going to do to me and in the end it was uh, a golden assist uh, and what a season he's having he's going to be right at the top of my shopping list and it's going to be a case of how I'm going to go get him uh, Spurs be followed by two goals to nil on Monday then Sun and Madison with the goals in that one so all in all I'll talk about my own team's performance now. So I finished up with, uh, bear with me now one moment. I finished up with 97 points. So a green arrow uh, from, I think it was around, I have all the stats here in front of me on my screen. So I was at 2.2 million and now I'm at just under the million mark. So um, uh, nice to get a green arrow, whatever way you look at it. Uh, let's take a look at some of the good. Mark Flecken in gold, six points. Seems to be very consistent with the amount of points that he gets, and he's doing well. Cheap option as well. Kieran Tripp Trippier with ten, good to see him with another another double digit haul um, for Newcastle, and he is uh, just a really good, really good fantasy football pick. He's he's uh, he's delivering every week. Cash then Matty Cash beside him uh, didn't finish up with an assist or a clean sheet, so he finished with two points. Pedro Paro with six points. Um, he was another good from the defense. Regulon didn't play. Udagi then just missed out on the clean sheet points by about five or six minutes, I think. So that was frustrating to see. I would have hit the 100 points. Jeremy Doku with six points. He probably was on the last dance in my team, but now with comments from Pep Guardiola saying that maybe he prefers Doku to Jack Grealish or I think the article basically in The Athletic was basically saying that he says that Doku offers one thing and Jack Grealish offers another and he's kind of conflicted between what he prefers to have in his team at any given time. So I may keep an eye and keep it for one more week maybe. It might be worth, might be worth a shot. Madison with nine points then. For Spurs, got his goal. Salah as captain with 32 points. So that's the second week in a row now where Salah has scored um over uh, 12 or 13 points uh, in the game week. So I had him as captain last week, had him as captain this week. And it's just worked out well. Julian Alvarez with nine points, uh, returned with a goal. And Haaland, uh, obviously he returned with a goal as well. Good to see him back in the returns. Jared Bone came off the bench for Regulon. As I mentioned, he didn't play for an eight pointer, finished up with 97 points. Uh, as I mentioned, just under the million mark. Um, and I gained rank from I gained rank of about 1.2 million. Um, overall, so a pretty good week. Uh, two free transfers to use ahead of game week 10. And uh, I won't be making any rash decisions or any major decisions until Friday at least. Dara, how did you go?
1: Uh, I did okay in the end. Um, so I ended up with 77 points, and I think I only, I think I was 100 uh, or 1. 1.2 million. So, I think I moved up like fifteen thousand places. So, a, a small green arrow in the overall rank. Um, but in terms of all my leagues, I was just looking there. My arrows are all red, so I've moved down a bit in, in all of those. So, it was an okay week. Um, I had Holland as captain. He got me sixteen points. Uh, I had Son last night he got me 14 and Madison got nine and then Watkins got me 11 as well Bowen got eight burn got six and Saka got five and then all the rest was twos and threes and ones um so yeah I, to be honest I'm I'm okay with how I ended up because halfway through that uh that game week I was I had dropped like a million places I was down to like 2.1 or 2.2 million and then with the games last night and that it brought me up like um a million places or 900,000 places uh so yeah i'm happy enough in that regard but like the last few weeks have been tough like before the especially the week before the international break i like i was sitting at i think 400,000 in the world and then i dropped like 700,000 places to my my rank was, I think it was 1.2 or 1.3 million. Um, So it's just a just a bad game week there. And in, in game week, I think it was eight. Uh, I got 34 points and it, it's amazing. Just one bad game week can uh, bring you down like that amount of places. And the same goes for one good game week as well. It can bring you up a lot, but it's just the consistency of it. It's, it's hard because you want if you can keep that consistency, you could keep moving up, but just uh a bit of inconsistency the last few weeks. And yeah, so that was my game week. That's kinda how I ended up. Um and we'll see. Hopefully for game week ten we'll we'll try and improve on that.
0: Have you any plans to to wildcards or has that crossed your mind in any way?
1: Yeah, yeah, possibly that. I also have two free transfers, so I'll have to see. Um, I'll have to see how how we get on i'm I'm like i'm I'm happy enough with my team in some regards now I don't have Salah but I don't know where I'll fit him in to be honest yeah. like I want to fit him in mm. I think he's kind of becoming an essential now at the moment, even though he's not particularly playing that well oh, no. but he's still getting the points and yeah. he's good fixtures. But when I look at my midfield there, they all have good fixtures. They're all doing quite well.
0: I, I don't know who I'd take out,
1: to be honest.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the thing with Salah, you mentioned he's not been playing well there. He hasn't actually been playing well. And I watched the game between uh, Liverpool and Everton on Saturday. And he was um, he was pocketed pretty much by uh, Michaelenko um, of Everton on Saturday. And only for the penalty. You, you know, and then you know a breakaway at the end, Nunez obviously, you know, assists him. Um it's it's a different game. And but but you know, I think with Salah, I always feel like he has the penalties and he always has a chance to kind of to kind of do well. And um but but you're right, you know, the, the price the price of Salah and um where you fit him in is 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 the biggest issue. Um in your own team is there any players that like have probably been there that you would love to get rid of straight away or you know, you say you're happy enough with your midfields, um, but is there even one or two players that you're looking to move on? Maybe,
1: maybe I have Onana, so maybe himself and goal and maybe one or two defenders. Mm. Um I, I who I'm missing out on is Trippier and Salah. They're the two. Oh, you
0: don't have Trippier either, no.
1: Okay. I don't have Trippier. And that's what the that game week before the international break, game week eight, that's where I lost out big time. I didn't have either of those. And a lot of people around me had got them in and have a lot of people around me have Salah. And that's where I'm, it's, it's kind of been hard the last couple of weeks, but it's just fitting them in with the fixtures. Now this game week, who do you take out? Um, like sack has a nice fixture. He's been so consistent all year. Son and Madison have been brilliant. They have a decent fixture. Diaby is cheap. Um, their fixtures are good so Bone has been very good uh, so it's just, it's a tough one this week if there was a team like Arsenal had bad fixtures or Tottenham, mm. you could take out a Sun or a Saka but they're playing well and they're getting points so take mm. out Sun and bring in Salah and Sun can get a hat-trick and it, it's, it's a difficult one so I need to decide what to
0: what to do in that regards. Yeah. I mean, my biggest, my biggest decision at the moment is I've, as I mentioned there, when I was going through the recap of the results, Ollie Watkins is my biggest issue at the moment. Um, so mm. a lot of people, you know, are on him. Um, I think he's like 33 or 30, 34% owned. Um, I can get to him. That's not the issue. Um, But it's just his price. Like, do you feel that Ali Watkins' price is the only thing that probably is a bit of downside, you know, for him? Do you know? Do you do you, do you think that 8.2, 8. 8.3 million, I think he's actually risen in the last. Yeah, one. he's it. Do, do you think 8. that's point three now? That, yeah. Do you think that's the hardest part of picking him?
1: I suppose if it is, if you don't, if you put a lot into your midfield and you have Salah,
0: yeah, like I've Salah. Have, that's my biggest issue. Yeah.
1: And you have Hallands, then that's where the issue comes in. For me, I have them, so I'm not going to get rid of them.
0: No, no, absolutely.
1: To, not. to to get in the likes of a Salah, no. but yeah, is it is difficult. If you have Salah, I think it makes it even more difficult. Um, yeah. So, like, like
0: I it, just in, I suppose to to get your opinion on this now. I've Julian Alvarez, right? So my strikers are um, Alvarez, Halland, and. Iwamba um, of West Ham. He obviously doesn't play. He's the former. Yeah. Um. Do you sacrifice Alvarez and um probably Jeremy Doku or maybe uh Sully March? Sully March obviously he's long term injured now, so I need to get rid of him. Yes. Do you do you sacrifice Alvarez and March or Doku? Bring in Watkins and just go for a cheap midfielder. Is that probably um, the thing to do there? Like, is, is I the guess.
1: See, is there any way you could have three, of Mar, um, Watkins, Alvarez, and Haaland and have a cheap, cheap midfield? Like get rid of March. Is that would that would that fit your team? You know, their it, funds
0: it's still. It's still kind of it's still the the, the Salah Haaland axis is still you know because because then you have Madison there who's eight million and you have Bowen at seven point two. Mm. So there's a lot so of money you... tied up in midfield there. Yeah,
1: I think if you can't, if you got a like, say March, you replaced him with I don't know someone really, really cheap before.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's easy. Way to go, you
1: know. Would you could you fit him in then?
0: You could just about fit him in, I'd say, but that is literally like
1: like, I. I think I'd like to have the three. I'd have. I'd go for nearly a a trio of Alvarez Watkins. Or yeah. A three, three, four, three kind of formation. Yeah. yeah. Because, like, Alvarez, how can you take him out as well?
0: That's what I mean. Like, if you look at his, like, let's take a quick look at I, his points over the last few weeks. Like, he got game week seven, scored eight points, Arsenal, two points, uh, game week nine, um, you know, nine points. And before that, I think he got a, a 13 or 14 pointer as well. So, you know, it's very hard. Like,
1: yeah, it is. So, I, I and you know, if you can't get him in, then at least Alvarez is a kind of good replacement for um Watkins because mm. he's getting the points as well. Mm. I think if Alvarez forms drops, then I think maybe you could replace Marsh with a cheap and if to get the funds and then switch Alvarez for Watkins. Uh but if Alvarez is and you can't fit Watkins and Alvarez playing well. You know, I think you as well to stick with it, unless you, the other thing is change, go to a three four three, hmm. and get and and fit in three of them up front uh, to to have both of them. Yeah,
0: it could be. Would you? you... Go ahead. Sorry, gone? go on. No, go ahead. There you go. Sorry.
1: If you were to say to take out a my team Bone, who would you take out? Diaby, Bone, Madison, Saka, or Son to replace with Salah.
0: I don't know. Like, Bowen's got good fixtures, you know, and he can always do well. Like, yeah, like, like, your midfield probably has a nice balance to it. It's just more about who, you know, who you want to sacrifice mm. to get him. Like, I mean, if Salah goes out this weekend and scores twice again, like, you'll feel a bit of pressure to, to go get yeah. him. I
1: know. I know,
0: you, know you, you You definitely feel like you need to go and get a bullock I think I think every, everybody's got their own kind of dilemmas but like I think Bowen probably would be the one I would sacrifice but again like me and Alvarez I, I wouldn't feel great about it like I literally I'd be like I, I don't I don't think this is the right thing to do because I think Alvarez can still do well in most games and he's still 7.1 million or whatever he is 6.9 million I think he's has mm-hmm. in price in the last few weeks as well. Anyways, yeah, we'll move on. We'll uh, we'll park that. Um, we want to get your list of players, uh, for the upcoming week. Uh, so if you want to take that away, Darren. I'll go ahead with that. Yeah. So again,
1: first tier in the list, Salah. Um, good fixtures coming up. Next two, I think at least or three. Uh, he's, yeah, he's just been getting points recently and like he's he he's not playing the best but he's still getting points as we said already which is a good sign because can you imagine if he starts playing better than he is like he'll he keep that form up uh Diaz then I liked I saw a bit of the game and I liked his the way he was playing he was uh he, he seemed to be a bit a bit explosive on that so someone that you could also get in but there's such a choice now midfielders that it's so hard like you probably wouldn't have him over the likes of the ones we just named there um, I've liked the look of Neto this year. I think he's top of the assists, if I'm correct me if I'm wrong. Um, He's cheap. He's an enabler as well. You get him in there as a fifth midfielder. And it doesn't really matter with Wolves fixtures. He seems to be getting the, the points anyway. And he was someone at the beginning of last year, I think it was, or the year before. And everyone got him in as a cheap because he played well in preseason, but he didn't do the business at all. And now he seems to be doing it this year instead
0: um, Mbumo sorry go on I think he's a good pick yeah yeah he's, he's,
1: he's decent yeah. and he's so cheap as well so okay. it's it's good to have that if you could or if you need it Mbumo there who I got rid of in the last few weeks he got a goal and assist and three bonus points so he's having a good season uh, maybe not consistent every game but every second or third game he's he's getting the points for City here of Alvarez and Duco, or the two that you you mentioned there, you have in your team. I like the look of obviously Alvarez and that Duco, okay. he's he looks good, looks like a good very good player. Uh the both of them got bonus points as well, and Alvarez got a goal and he got a, an assist. Again I'm mentioning here um Ansu Fati for Brighton. He got a goal and he got a bonus point. He's he's been overlooked I think because of the choice of other players uh, but he's he's doing quite well there for Brighton I know he's a pro- I think he's only on loan from Barcelona but he, he's a good player like he's you can see player you player. can see in him yeah um, Trippier is playing very very well he's hitting the form of what he had last year and he has the benefit of getting clean sheets but also bonus points and assists as well. So definitely someone that a lot of people have or will get into their team. Uh, former United man here, Langa. he got two assists. Uh, had a good week, game week. Um, Did quite well. Always thought he might break through with United, but never seemed to get the consistency. Um, Here I have Benny, the Irishman. He got a goal and two bonus points looked very good. It's good for us, for Ireland as well, that we have someone in the Premier League that's playing regularly and, and getting goals or assists, so we we need to see that more regularly as well. Mm. For Chelsea here, then I have Cole Palmer. He's cheap. I think he's 4.9 and he's taken penalties, or he took the penalty anyway the last day, and he's been getting points in recently. Now their fixtures aren't great coming up, but He's a bit like Neto. You could have him in there as your fifth midfielder to open up maybe for a Salah um, or for someone else. Uh, So I have Mudrik as well. Oh, my God. He got got a goal. He got assist. He got three bonus points. Maybe this is the turnaround for him.
0: I know know, know where you're coming from. He has has picked up in in a couple of weeks.
1: Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe this is just taking them time to settle. Who knows? Like, he could hit, hit form now with Chelsea and Poch. I would give it a bit of time though, but I'm just adding him in here because recently, the last two or three games, he's got points and it's maybe the start of something. Who knows? Maybe not.
0: <laughs> Another controversial I he for, here. Um, it, mm-hmm? I think he played well for Ukraine as well. Uh, in uh, yeah,
1: like he's built up and he has qualities but he just hasn't done it and he's let a lot of people down. Yeah. Um maybe it's just taking time to settle in who knows. Maybe he's just not good enough but I think we'll see by the end of the season we'll know I think.
0: Yeah,
1: 100%. Uh, another controversial controversial pick here, uh, oh, McTominay he
0: does, he
1: does. Scott McTominay Oh my god. <laughs> uh goal and three three bonus points. He has been absolutely flying recently. He got the last two goals for United that won the game before the international break against Brentford. Would you not, I think.
0: Would you not prefer would you not prefer? I know you've probably got him on your list as well. Douglas Louise, no, over someone like Scott McTominay.
1: Douglas Louise is next, yeah, on my list. <laughs> um, <laughs> McTominay for Scotland. He's top goal scorer in their qualification as well. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's mad.
1: <laughs> so I want to see him in your team next week, Steve. <laughs> No,
0: absolutely not. <laughs> you can't but but you you can't uh like like promote United players really at the minute. Like it's it's very hard to
1: I, it. No, you can't I think he himself and it's very, very 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 strange pick if we if we did anyone they'd pick him, but I think himself or Hoyland are the only ones you could yeah. pick. Highland, yeah. To be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh there's no one else like that's consistently doing doing it. Even Hoyland isn't either, but um So, next up is Douglas Luis, having a brilliant season so far, and he's on the penalties. So, yeah, he's someone that I've maybe thought about getting in, but I have Diaby, so I think I'll stick with him. Watkins, he's up there for player of the season so far. If they were to to do that now, he'd be up there. He's been. What a goal uh, that
0: he scored! Unbelievable. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was excellent. Very, very, very good.
0: Left, the yeah. left. You didn't know what he was going to do and then he went near post-class. Yeah,
1: and that shows a person that's confident. Confidence yeah. is up. Uh, Bowen here, again, he's been fucking very good. He's been excellent. Like He's just so consistently doing... T-
0: His goal was so... I know,
1: I know, yeah. <laughs> it shouldn't um, have went
0: down to him at all, really. It was, it was crazy.
1: Yeah, Um. but he, in general... He's been very good. Like uh, I think two years ago as well, he had a similar run of form. Mm-hmm. Then last night, Madison's son. And I like the look. I mentioned last week or two weeks ago, Van de Ven. He He's a threat there as well for set pieces in the box. He had a chance there yesterday or last night. Um, A cheap defender maybe instead of Paro or uh, Udagi. So... Yeah, that's my list here that I have put together. I might have missed someone. If you want to add anyone
0: else in, just the only other player I'd add is Matoma to that because obviously you mentioned that, mm. and there's another player, uh, Adringa as well. Yes, come in, so he'd be decent as well. But I think Matoma, I was listening to a couple of podcasts there or some or some YouTube video, and it was basically someone they were trying to stack up Matoma against Diaby, and who's better. And If you look mm. at the they're very very similar. I think they both okay. like like points wise. I think they both have forty four points, something like mm. that. I, I think the have... Abbey recently hasn't
1: kind of hasn't got the returns or the the points for some yeah. reason. Like yeah
0: yeah,
1: and he gets subbed early as well. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm hoping he'll turn that around.
0: Yeah. yeah, so I think Matoma is just one other name I will put in there because yeah, I, think and I think he's proven Premier League quality now and we know what he can do and Brighton's yeah. they are going to improve.
1: That other player you mentioned there, see, is it FPL, mate, as well? He's yeah. He was doing a wild card and he had Matoma and he had that guy in. Dringa. because and Andre, What's his name? Andriga?
0: Andringa, yeah, I think it is, yeah.
1: Andringa. Because March is injured, so you're saying that he'll be playing or he'll have more of a chance i think
0: yeah it's worth it definitely worth the point and he's definitely cheaper as well like but matoma yeah. if you know if you're looking to go that direction it's still you know well worth it mm. like I mean, diaby versus matoma there's not much in it to be honest like but matoma is is a good is a good player um yeah cheers for that dara i'll very quickly go through this predicted points thing because we have to get through captaincy as well in the next few minutes um so just logged on to the fantasy football hub app or not the, not the app, the website, just for a quick look in the predicted points section. So this just gives us a general idea of what they expect, how many points these players will accumulate over the over the weekend or, 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 or the game that they're involved in. So Haaland's top with 7.5 points predicted over the 90 minutes. He plays Manchester United away. Salah is just behind him on 7.1. He's got a fixture against Nottingham Forest at home. And um, then just behind that, you have Saka with predicted points of 6.4 over 90 minutes. Uh, very good fixture against Sheffield United at home. Um, Watkins, he has a fixture at home against Luton Town. Uh, predicted points 5.8. But this guy could be a captaincy option for sure. I think we'll speak about him in a second. Martinelli, he is on the list. He's got a predictive points of 5.8. Followed then by Son just behind him. Uh, so Marcinelli is a game against Sheffield United obviously, uh, Son has Crystal Palace Simicas, he's going to be very popular on wild cards, he's only 4.5 million he's predicted points of 5.6 Matoma, who we just mentioned is down for 5.5, they have a home game against Fulham, and finally then for this list, um, Diaby who we just mentioned, um, so like if we look at like Diaby and Matoma, they're right beside each other and the predicted points for both is 5.5, so that will tell you all you need to know about how closely these players are rated. So, Thomas mm. six point five, Diaby six point seven. I think they're both pretty good options. To be fair, so um, yeah, that just gives us a bit of a, a bit of a flavour of uh, what the uh, expectation is for some of these players at the weekend. Captain Dara, let's do a rank of one, two, three. Uh, who is top? Salah. Yourself, anyways,
1: well, I don't have Salah, but if I had him, I think he'd be top. What about
0: Watkins? Versus... Watkins
1: surely this could be the week. Uh, possibly, yeah. Do you know what I've left him out? I have Salah, Saka, and Halland. Yeah. As one, two, and three, and I don't have Salah. So, yeah. H- who is Watkins? Who the... is who are they playing? Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, definitely he'd be there. So I'll add him in. Yeah.
0: So I think I think he deserves kind of number one shout I think the fixture is too good I think it's hard to uh, it's hard to mm. ignore that um, and then maybe Salah after that would that be right I would say
1: yeah definitely
0: you could put Salah number um, three but we don't know what's going to happen in that United game I don't know how are you feeling yeah about that? I
1: don't know hard to know like you see Saka Arsenal are home to Sheffield United as well yeah. There's a few different so I think I think I'd put Haaland Fort on that list. Hmm. But then we saw Spurs go to Luton and we, we a lot of people put Son as captain that week and he didn't get the points. So Yeah. i tell Villar, I'd Villar,
0: Villar at home. or if I if I get Watkins in, which I probably will, I don't think I'll leave it too much longer. I think I think it's time now um hmm. on our structure a structural way to get him in. I probably put the armband on him. Um if not if I'm feeling that maybe it won't go the way I want it to go um it'll be Salah, you know. But what are the chances of Salah returning three weeks three weekends in a row? <laughs> maybe. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Um so uh yeah that's pretty much uh happy enough with that captaincy uh
1: yeah I absolutely I've, uh, I I uh, forgot about Watkins to be honest yeah. but I uh, I definitely consider him.
0: Yeah. So I mean in any particular order, you want Watkins, uh, Watkins, Salah, Saka, and Haaland, they're probably your four, your four best options. So um, whoever you have out of them four, you know, there's no bad option. Um, Haaland, obviously, look, you never know what could happen. You know, that game against United has thrown up some mad results over the years. Haaland could go out and score a hat-trick. United could be terrible on the day, you wouldn't know. Um, but uh yeah, that's that's probably that's probably, they're probably the best option. So yeah, we'll wrap it up with that. Uh Dara, thanks a many for joining me on the pod once again.
1: You're welcome, Steve. No problem.
0: What am, I, what am I working next week? I think I could be working the evening shift next week. So we might might have to go back to the old voice notes again for, for another week. Even though there's an international break next week.
1: There is another one coming
0: up soon, I know. Uh I
1: don't know if it's next week though. We'll have to check that out and see. It's
0: definitely coming up for
1: the uh now there's games on the fourth of November.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. I, th- I think means- it's the there's games on the 11th as well, game week 12. So after that, then there's a international
0: break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So look, we'll be back regardless anyway. We'll do a podcast next week. Um, I have to go now and uh, get stuck into a load of college work. So I'd rather s- sit here and talk about fantasy football all night, <laughs> but unfortunately, we can't. Uh, Dara, thanks, you once again. Um, best yep. luck, everybody. Stay safe. Game week ten. Um and uh don't by Scott McTominay. Mac Fred as they
1: used to call them. MacFred,
0: on- yeah. <laughs>
1: right, good luck. We'll talk to you soon.